Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kelby Bachman. The song you just heard is the South Dakota State fight song called Ring the Bells, and it is also the walkout song for the next guest on the show, Cody Caldwell. Cody was a three-time state champion for Waverly Shell Rock and was a part of the 2008 team that set the all-time points record with 225 points. He went on to wrestle in Northern Iowa, where he qualified for nationals his sophomore year. He's now the assistant coach at South Dakota State. Cody and his wife also just welcomed their first baby, Colt William. So I want to give a special shout out and a welcome to the wrestling family, baby Colt. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy Cody Caldwell. Cody Caldwell, thanks for joining the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm I'm excited to to jump up, jump on, and uh, talk some wrestling. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, I know busy time in your life. You're um, expecting your first child, so that's it's exciting. Yeah. Any, any day now. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's getting close. It's getting close. So uh, we just today actually had my wife's 38 week appointment. So everything's looking good. Awesome. Um, you know, it's uh it's an exciting time. So I'm, I've, you know, I've, I've been traveling some for recruiting and stuff and it's getting to the point where like, I'm keeping my phone on loud all the time because I don't <laughs> want to miss anything. Like mm-hmm. that would be, uh, that'd be unfortunate if I, if I miss <laughs> our firstborn being, yeah. being born. So, um, yeah, it's an exciting time. And, you know, I actually, uh, met my wife in Brookings. So really? uh, that is, that is something that, uh, is really amazing that has come out of me taking this opportunity at South Dakota state. So yeah, our first kid and uh, it's going to be a boy. So we're mm-hmm. really excited about it. I know my dad is extremely excited about it. So he, uh, <laughs> really? he, he was, he was very concerned about keeping the family name. So I'm, I'm one of three. <laughs> so I have two younger sisters mm-hmm. and uh, so, you know, I had to keep the Caldwell name going. <laughs> awesome. So now, did you plan to have the kid around this time? Because <laughs> you're probably a little bit in your off season, you know, teachers yeah. do that where they, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, somewhat. Yes. Um, you know, I wouldn't say, wouldn't say completely. We were, we were just, you know, we, we started trying and fortunately it, it happened when it happened. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we were just grateful to, um, for my wife to, to get pregnant and, and, uh, you know, really happy and, and, um, excited that things have gone well. She's been healthy throughout the process and whatnot. Um, having the baby in August is definitely, a uh, a positive, especially mm-hmm. for me, I, I, I guess, because we, uh, you know, we train all summer and we mm-hmm. recruit, um, all summer. This is a big recruiting time, but in August, there's a little bit of a dead period from the recruiting side. And we actually send all of our guys back home, um, kind of to, you know, have August to themselves and then come back the weekend before school starts to kind of, uh, you know, get in the swing of things before we, uh, we start our, our preseason training. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I mean, a little bit, was it planned? Yes. But, uh, you know, it was kind of just, uh, when it happened and, and, uh, so yeah, you're, you're right. Like you, you <laughs> how, how it is and, and scheduling and things like that. So it, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited about it. It is a good time and, uh, you know, hopefully, um, I'll be around, be present to, to help and do what I can to, to, you know, make this transition into, into fatherhood. So. <laughs> yeah. What advice have you sought from, from people around oh, I, you? <laughs> you know, I ask, I ask 
everyone that I'm close with, I've asked, you know, <laughs> that, that have kids and, um, you know, I, uh, I, I just ask, I'm just, I'm just open about them. Like, Hey, like I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm one, you know, we have that wrestling mentality where we want mm-hmm. to prepare, we want to be ready. And <laughs> you know, the one thing that I continue to hear is, uh, there are some things that you just can't prepare for. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, something that I'm, 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 taking in stride and that's hard for me, right? Because it's kind of the mm-hmm. unknown, but, uh, that, that is also exciting in the same instance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so th- that's kind of, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of things mm-hmm. like your, your world's going to change forever. Yeah, absolutely. And, mm-hmm. um, many are, you know, it changes in a positive way. And, um, you know, I've, I've heard the whole thing about the sleep, you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're a little bit sleep deprived. So that's, uh, that's one thing that I'm, uh, I'm a little nervous about because I like my sleep. Um, yes. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, you know, it's uh, I'm used to making sacrifices too. So it's, yeah. Um, yeah. Those, those are some of the pieces of advice. I have a lot of good people around me. I mean, obviously my family and then also her family as well is uh, has been really influential. And then, you know, coach Han and I'm, I'm very close with, and he's got, he's got two boys. So I, I lean on him a lot on uh, and him and his wife, Terry for, for advice and to do some things. And, you know, the, the wrestling community is pretty, pretty freaking awesome. Right. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was at Fargo and I, I was talking to a couple of college coaches and I was talking to Adam Hall from North Carolina state and, uh, Nate angle from Oregon state. And, you know, mm-hmm. they have kids and I was just picking their brains. And so it's really, uh, really fun to kind of get their perspective because they're in a similar situation. I am as far as the coaching and, 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 and those types of things. So, uh, always great to bounce ideas off of them and, and take any input because, uh, I, I by no means have all the answers. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it's good to, good to chat with some people and, and learn as best I can. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Fargo, um, how was, how was the Fargo experience for you? I know you've been there before, but you know, this time around, um, gosh, it's such a huge tournament. I, I don't imagine it being that big back in the day when, when you were going, but yeah, holy it's, cow. It's, 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 it's crazy. It's an awesome event. Um, yeah. you know, just so much good wrestling, right? Like the, the state that, um, high school wrestling is in right now. I, I, I don't think it's ever been better. Just the, the talent level, the, mm-hmm. um, you know, the skills, the positions, the, uh, even just the, the mentality and physicality of it. Like these, these kids are so good, right? They're, they're yeah. way better than, than, than <laughs> I was when I was, when I was back in high school, which is, is, is like cool to see how it's evolved and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's a great event. It's, it's almost kind of overwhelming at times just because oh, there are so many kids, Right. And so, you know, going into that tournament, you, you prepare as best you can and kind of keep tabs on kids and you set your flow notifications so that you can go to the mat and and check them out. Um, you know, but it's, uh, it's more so to kind of, uh, you know, be seen somewhat by them to, you know, you're showing interest in kids, kids like that. And, and also once the the event completes, you know, you can, you can talk and and have conversation with, with those that are eligible to be recruited. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, as I said, it's a little bit overwhelming. And, uh, but we, we at South Dakota state and and I'm sure a lot of programs like guys that want to go and compete against the best in the country. And you know what, that's, that tournament is, 
a great display of some of the best wrestlers, uh, you know, in, in the high school division, high school ranks, um, you know, in, across the U.S. So it's a great event to to be at and learn and kind of, you know, you, you find some hidden gems at, at some point. But mm-hmm. sometimes those hidden gems become not hidden because they go in <laughs> a breakout tournament. It's like, oh, all right. Awesome. Like I was talking to this kid, but he goes and has a great tournament. It's like, OK, that was that's great. But now instead of just me talking to him, I've got, you know. <laughs> Yeah, is talking to him. So, but it's a, it's an awesome opportunity for these kids, and um, you know, it's it's good for us coaches too to kind of have all of that great wrestling in one place. Mm-hmm. How what happens if you like because there's so much going on, you miss a kid or you miss two kids or something? You're like, oh man, where's he at? You know, he's supposed to be yeah. on mat four and he's gone. And, oh yeah. All it happens all the time. <laughs> it happens all the time just because there's so much going on. It's like, oh, I was gonna, I was heading this way, and and you know, uh, I I bumped into somebody that I needed to talk to, and like, you know, it's like, oh, I missed the match, and so you try to try to uh, you know recover as best you can, one or you know, um, you know, shoot them a text and wish them luck in, in the next match and things like that. But uh, it's uh, yeah, it, it's not an easy task by any means. I mean. <laughs> everybody's doing the same thing. And especially, you know, those early rounds where, you know, everybody's still in the tournament. Yeah. You really have to, um, you know, kind of have your head on a swivel a little bit. So. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you take away from when you were being recruited that you might apply, apply now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, biggest thing is kind of is, is, enjoying the process, right. Enjoying the process because, uh, you know, these kids have earned the right to be recruited, right. And to be wanted and to be sought after. I mean, that's, that's, that's a great opportunity, right. And, and they've earned that. And these kids have worked really hard to get to a position where, you know, they are recruitable. And so first is, is enjoy the process, right. Take it all in and, and enjoy it because, you know, that our, our sport is, is, at times not fun, right. With Mm -hmm. the hard work, the training and things like that. But, you know, when you're getting calls and texts from, from coaches that, Hey, maybe you even idolized it's like, man, that's pretty cool. Right. And to feel wanted. Um, Then on top of that, it gets to a point where it may become overwhelming. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then it's time to kind of uh, sift through all of the information being thrown at you and deciding what's important. Right. What's important to to me and my future future college um, career and university and and area of study and and all of those things, you know, and really focusing on that because you're 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 going to be throwing so much information right so much information from a number of different parties dependent on how you're being recruited um but and and it's a lot of a lot of fluff at times right (laughs) you know you're you're seeing the best best of the best of what these these programs have to offer but you got to really dig deep and and ask those hard questions um and uh because it is a big decision it is a big decision and um kind of you know stick into what you value and, and really care about and trust in those that are, that are around you to help guide you in the right direction. Because, you know, recruiting is continues to get earlier and earlier. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. June 15th of these kids that are going to be juniors, you know, we're, we're talking to, and it's, it's, uh, and, you know, kids are making a decision at that point and it's kind of forcing our hands in regards to recruiting them because you don't, you don't want to lose, lose out on them, you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time you're dealing with 16, 17 year old kids. Like, um, and so 
at that point, you know, I, I think back when, when I was in that situation, like I, I was fortunate because I had, I had family and whatnot that were, were able to kind of guide me. But at, at the same time, you know, some, some kids don't have that. And so, you know, although, you know, it is competitive and we want, we want the best kids and we want to, we want to win. We also have to realize that we're dealing with, with young kids that, um, you know, are still, still learning and, and working through things and figuring out life. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a process, man. And it's, it's crazy and people go about it different ways. But if there's one thing that I can say is one, you know, enjoy the process and, and two, you know, determine what is important. Mm-hmm. and make your decision based on off of off of those things mm-hmm. so let me ask you those questions did you enjoy the process yeah i enjoyed the process i did i enjoyed the process um you know i took uh you know it, it was it was different when i was going through so mm-hmm. um you know coaches weren't weren't able to talk to us i believe until like we were going into our senior year so there wasn't as much as much time you know mm, yeah which uh, honestly i like it better right because it gets to a point with some of these kids, it gets so confusing, right? It's overwhelming. And you're just being, some of these kids are being bombarded because, Hey, if college coaches aren't aren't reaching out, somebody else is right. And, you know, so I, I think that was, that was better. And, 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 my, my situation, you know, I took four official visits. I, I went out to Minnesota. I went to Iowa state, uh, UNI and Wisconsin. And so, um, I felt like it, it was good. Right. I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, the trips you're seeing the best of the best, right. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're putting their best foot forward. It's nice to feel wanted. It's cool when these coaches are coming to your house and making those home visits and calling you. And, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the process, you know, and, you know, I had a lot of help from, you know, my dad who, who was kind of in it because he was, uh, he was a, a successful high school coach. So he could kind of help guide me. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's interesting because some don't know. I actually, I actually signed with Wisconsin, right. Coming out of high school. And so I, um, you know, going through that process, I felt like it was the right fit for me. Um, I felt, I felt wanted. I felt, uh, you know, I felt maybe, maybe a little bit with you and I, it was kind of like just kind of an expectation that I was going to go there because that's from Waverly, right. Yeah. 15, 20 minutes up the road. And that's no fault of, of them or, or me, but, um, I felt like, you know, Wisconsin being a little bit further and, um, you know, the, 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 the training situation, the coaches really felt made me feel, um, valued. And, uh, you know, I ended up signing with them and, you know, so it's crazy how things work out. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I went out there after my senior year in the summer, I was taking a, 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 a class and I was training with the team and there was a lot of shakeup within their coaching staff. So, you know, a couple of big reasons, you know, a couple of their assistants that I, that were, were going to be there ended up leaving. And then a couple of training partners that, that I was really looking forward to being, being with left. And so, um, you know, ultimately I, I decided that going a different direction was, uh, what would be, be best for me. And I ended up at UNI so yeah. kind of, you know, I, I didn't have much time, you know, it happened all in like July, you know, end of mm-hmm. middle of June, July, and, uh, you know, ended up at UNI. And so, yeah, that's it. My, my process was a little bit odd, right? Just mm-hmm. because I, uh, I went through it and then I kind of went through it again, right? Because mm-hmm. a, a little bit and just kind of a quick sense, but, um, 
you know, hope, hopefully you, you, you make that decision and you, you go through the process and that first option is, is what is best. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, to no one's fault, like, you know, some things happened and I felt like it was best for me to go somewhere else. And mm-hmm. so that's what, what happened. And, you know, um, I'm, you know, it, it is what it is. And yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was good. I, I ended up in, in a good place and, you know, was, was supported and, and it was, it was it's what needed to happen. So, yeah. Yeah. And I was talking to Destin McCauley uh, yeah. about a month ago and he, he was in that same recruiting class yeah. and he decided to go elsewhere too, because Pritzloff yeah. and yeah. Uh, Jared Frere. Yes. Yep. Yeah. They left um, the yeah. staff and, yeah. you know, and it's interesting because that kind of happened to you when you were coaching, you know, Bono yeah. left to Wisconsin and um, took reader with them. Yeah. And then now you're in the situation where kids might start wondering about their commitment and wavering, For sure. you know, so how'd you use that experience to kind of maybe get them to stay or, you know, yeah. commit to you and uh, um, not only you as a coach, but as a program. Right. And, and, you know, that it's, it's, a, it's a unique situation. And, uh, you know, we, we, we ended up, you know, I, I spent a year with, with the previous staff and, uh, you know, uh, we ended up at South Dakota state. We, we lost, you know, uh, you know, Peyton Rob, you know, you're at Nebraska. He was supposed <laughs> yeah. to be a rabbit and, you know, he, he really decided, yeah, he was, he was, uh, you was, I believe he was signed and, and, or, or maybe just verbally committed. I'm, I, I, I don't remember exactly, but he was coming to South Dakota state. And so he, uh, he ended up, you know, opening his, opening his, um, his college options and decided that Nebraska was, and Hey, it's, it's worked out for him. And, you know, I wish him nothing but the best. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, it, it was, it was, it was a tough situation because, I was a, a fairly new coach as well, right? Like I, uh, after I graduated, I took I spent a year at Grandview University, so I was a graduate assistant there. And it was supposed to be a two year program, and uh, I got a call from from Bono, and he brought me out um, and, uh, offered me the job and whatnot. And, uh, coach Mitchell was extremely supportive and I was fortunately was able to, to finish my grad school from, uh, from Brookings, South Dakota. So that, oh. that was good that I was able to get my master's and whatnot, because that was, that was important to me. And, you know, after that year, you know, there was the shakeup and I was kind of left in limbo a little bit too, because I didn't know what was happening. And as far as, Hey, am I staying? Am I going, do I have a job? Do I not? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I tried to do what I knew and that was to be, um, as present as possible for, for those kids. And, and, um, you know, because, Hey, as, as much as I was going through something, these kids were going through something too. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, their, their worlds were, were shaken up. And so I tried to try to be there for them and, uh, you know, help uh, console or, or guide as best I could and, uh, you know, help them through, through the, the adversity and, uh, kind of reassured them, you know, that, that, you know, the, the next person that would be hired would be extremely co- competent. Right. And, um, you know, our, our athletic director, Justin Sell, he is, uh, <clears throat> you know, he's a, he's a wrestling guy. He brought the, he was at UNI before, right. So he brought the national duels to UNI. So he's got a wrestling background and, you know, he, uh, 
he was a, a good person to lean on as well um, to kind of help reassure our guys that, hey, things are going to be okay. And so, um, yeah, and, and through that process, I, I learned a lot. You know, I was, you know, um, ultimately the, 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 the only coach for a period of time. And it was kind of a, a sink or swim situation where, you know, I had to run a banquet by myself and I'm, I'm 25 years old running a, running a college banquet after the best season that South Dakota state has ever had. And so yeah. that was, uh, that was a learning experience and as well as, you know, all of the, you know, the compliance things and the, the, uh, you know, recruiting and all of that. So I, I was kind of thrown into the fire and, and, you know, I, I'm actually fortunate for that because I, I did learn a lot. And, uh, so it was, it was, uh, it, it was, a an experience that maybe I didn't want, <laughs> but I look back and I'm like, Hey, you know, what? I did learn a lot. And, uh, I'm, I'm really grateful for where I'm at. Yeah, you bet. I mean, kind of what you're talking about, it seems like a lot you know, to take in, um, especially for someone who may not have been there, wasn't expected. I mean, you 25 years old, like you said, you just graduated, you know, yeah. now you're somewhat running a program a little bit. I mean, yeah. Geez. Plus now you're trying to get all like, while you're going through all this stuff in your mind, these kids are. And so you're trying to put your feelings aside because you're right. focused on the kids. For sure. And, and you know, and, and my going, going through that all, all, all the while, I didn't know if I was going to have a job. Right. Right. Like, because, you know, um, you know, ultimately, you know, I, I, I made the decision. I wanted to stay at South Dakota state and I, I didn't, I didn't know if they were going to keep me on staff, mm-hmm. whoever the next guy was. So, um, you know, that was, that was nerve wracking in itself, but, you know, I had a lot of support from my family and my now wife, she was my, my girlfriend back then, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was, uh, it, it, Hey, you know, it, it's what happened. And, um, I'm really grateful for, for where I'm at and, mm-hmm. um, you know, excited for, for the continued, uh, future of, of, of Jack Rabbit wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag get Jack, right. Hashtag get Jack. So <laughs> yeah, it's good. But you used to do like a radio show, didn't you? With, with a reader Maybe yep. radio or a YouTube channel or you, do you still yeah, yeah. do that or. Yeah, there was, it was like videos. It was like Jack jacked up Monday. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those were, uh, those were, those were fun little tidbits to kind of keep, yeah. keep everyone in, involved and whatnot. So a little marketing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I remember, I don't know if it was you or Bono or who was saying it. I think it was you, to be honest, um, about how that state as a whole has grown for wrestling. Like South yeah. Dakota state's becoming one of those places you don't really want to go in and wrestle because it's just so intense. And so, yeah. you know, the fan base yeah, it, is so it, positive. It's, it's tough. Yeah, it's, it's really gotten to a point, um, you know, especially when, when, you know, when Damien first took the job over, you know, back four years ago, <clears throat> you know, we were coming off the best, uh, best season that we had had. Um, mm-hmm. With, we were 12th in the country, you know, we had three all Americans and national champ, like mm-hmm. it, it was, it was, it was very successful. And after the, we graduated a really solid senior class and, uh, you know, he, uh, we, we, and then he came in, Damien came in and, uh, you know, the, uh, we weren't, we weren't left with a ton to be, to be honest with you, just mm-hmm. as far as experience and, and, uh, you know, uh, talent and things like that. And we did the best with what we had and, and you've seen the continued growth, 
um, every year, you know, that, that first season we won three duels and, um, it was like, I don't know how we won three duels. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, from there we went to 12 and six and, and, you know, increased national qualifiers and had an all American the following year. And, um, you know, it, it, the, the fan support, uh, never wavered right through that process. And, um, you know, Brookings, South Dakota is a town of about 25,000 people without students. Mm-hmm. And so it's not massive by any means, but, you know, you come out to a Jackrabbit wrestling meet and it's, it's, it's a spectacle. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's an event. And, you know, we have the, the mat side seating and we have fans that are rowdy and, and extremely knowledgeable. And, you know, you're talking 2000 plus people at every event and uh, you know, they love their wrestling and they're mm-hmm. fired up about it. And uh, you know, to, to have that following and that support within our community and the, the surrounding area is something that isn't everywhere. Right. And even right. a lot of the su- very successful, uh, you know, uh, wrestling programs, right. You, you know, we, I competed in some of those arenas. I've coached in some of those arenas and you're like, really like these are, this is it <laughs> as far as people supporting and yeah. it's nothing to take away from the program. It's just, you know, it, it makes you appreciate kind of what, what we have here. And, uh, it's, um, it's, it's, it's fun. And, uh, you know, it's, it's become a place that is, is not enjoyable to wrestle in. And, you know, we want it that way, you know, we want it that way. Yeah. You know, um, Nebraska, do they come there this year? Yeah. Yeah. They come, I mean, yep, we wrestled them this year, uh, December 18th, I believe we wrestled mm-hmm. them at, at home. So, um, we were supposed to go there last year, mm-hmm. but with the whole COVID thing, they, they broke out with COVID. And so we mm-hmm. wanted to have the event. Um, but yeah, we're excited to wrestle. We wrestled Minnesota at home this year. We wrestle mm-hmm. Oklahoma state at home. We wrestle Oklahoma. Wow. Yeah. So really, yeah, we've got a, we've got a really solid slate of uh home duels and uh you know i'm i'm hoping that people show up and are rowdy and make it make it a hostile environment because those are some some top tier programs heck yeah they are yeah i mean it just shows that you guys you know you're not afraid to go up against anybody well if you you know way to brookings i i I think i i think we can we can get you tickets but yeah i'm not gonna (laughs) let you wear any of that red (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. I will be all South Dakota state. Don't yeah. worry. All right. All right. Um, what was the conversation like when, when, you know, Bono left and it was just you, you know, mm-hmm. what was that conversation like between you and maybe the AD or yeah, whoever that might be like, Hey, you want to stick around or. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, uh, the conversation, yeah. My athletic director, Justin Sell was, was, um, pretty even keeled and, and cool, calm, collected throughout the situation. And I can't say I was, I was the same at times, <laughs> right. Just, just mm-hmm. kind of the unknown can be scary. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, uh, I, I, I told him like, you know, I, Hey, I want, I want to stay here. I want to be here. I, 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 I believe in what we're doing. I believe in South Dakota state, like, you know, I, I want to stay, I just know that. And, uh, you know, he, uh, he, he made me feel, uh, reassured that he was going to, you know, back me to try to, you know, you know, he, you know, he, he didn't, you know, lie to me by any means in, in the end, you mm-hmm. know, the, the new coaches, um, choice as to who he has on his staff. And, but, you know, he, he stated that he would, uh, support me and, 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 um, he had, I guess he hadn't, he hadn't been too disappointed with what I had done in, in one year. So he, he, <laughs> right. he was going to support me and, you know, um, 
that, you know, I needed to take it in stride and be there for the team. And, um, you know, so I took his advice and, um, he's a, he's a very well-respected person and, and one that, you know, he knows how to, how, how to win and he wants to be successful at, at the mm-hmm. highest level. So, um, you know, I, I, I listened to his advice and I did my best to be there for, for the team and all while not really knowing. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there were times where it was, it was, it was tough, right? Like, yeah. I, heck dude, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm doing this work and doing these things. And I have no idea if I'm going to be here. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> even when, uh, they, they interviewed some great candidates for, for the job. And, uh, I ultimately knew that Damien was who they wanted just because of his, uh, you know, his, his background as a coach and, and as an athlete, I was like, you know, this, this is the guy they want. And so, you know, Coach Han, he, uh, and I've told this story multiple times, he came into my office on his interview and, you know, I'm like telling him about, you know, the university, my experience and things of that nature. I'm like, Coach Han, I, I want to stay here. Like, I, I want to be here. I want to be your assistant. I believe that, you know, 12th place is great because we had gotten 12th that previous year, but that's not the ceiling, right? We mm-hmm. can do more. There is more here. And, uh, you know, are, are you going to keep me on staff? <laughs> At this point, I'm like, I, I, I just, I, I can't wait anymore. Like I, I need to, I need to ask. And, uh, you know, he, uh, he, he said in that moment, he said that he didn't know and, uh, that he would have to talk to people on the team with within the program and the community. And, you know, as we know, wrestling is a, a pretty tight knit community. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, he went and talked to those people and kind of, it was kind of a trial period, I guess, for, for me, from, from a sense from, because, you know, he was moving his stuff from, from New York because he was out at Cornell and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we were in constant contact and, uh, ultimately, uh, you know, decided to keep me on. And, and honestly, it was, it was the best thing that could have happened for, for me in my career, just because, Mm -hmm. uh, I, I can't say enough positive things about the guy. I mean, he's, uh, extremely genuine. He's, he's been there for me since day one. He's hasn't steered me wrong. Even, even, you know, through that first interaction where he didn't tell me what I wanted <laughs> to hear, um, but what I needed to hear and uh, you know, really uh, giving me opportunities to continue to grow as a coach and um, you know, pushing me to, to uh, um, be better and learn and, and grow and uh, challenge to me. And, that's, those are things that I'm extremely grateful for. And, you know, he brought on coach Simas from, from Cornell with mm-hmm. him. So, um, developed a great relationship with him. I think we work extremely well together and, you know, we had Dardanes in there before, um, who did an awesome job as well. Um, but then took a, took a job over at Perry high school as a head wrestling coach. And then we brought in Brady Berge this past year, who has already made a significant impact, which, you know, as, as, as you know, that was a unique situation, right? Yes. Because yes. I, I think he was probably the first, <laughs> the first uh, college coach to coach for a semester and then wrestle a semester. So yeah, that was, that was a unique, unique, uh, unique uh, situation. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, what was that like? You know, conversation. Did you kind of have a feeling? Like, did you guys know when you brought him on staff that he still had that eligibility and? <laughs> you know, was that kind of a thing that was kind of constantly discussed or we, yeah, we, we knew that he had eligibility. Um, and so from, from the moment that we talked to him at first, you know, we, we, uh, discussed those things and he made it pretty evident to us that 
he was done competing. Right. Mm -hmm. We knew that he had a couple years left, like, um, to compete, but, uh, because of some injuries and some other things that he felt that it was in his best interest to move on. And he was ultimately going to start, start a club, right. He was going to start a club and, um, do it out of the Rochester area. And, uh, you know, he, 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 that was his plan. He had no, um, uh, inclination to get into college coaching. And so, um, actually gave him a call, um, because we were, we were deciding what we were going to do because we had just lost, um, their names. And, uh, you know, I, I reached out to him and kind of asked, gauged his interest and, uh, you know, coach Han, uh, we, when coach Simon, as we all got on a zoom call and, and talked to him and, um, brought him out to check things out. And he ultimately felt like, uh, this was a place that, you know, he, uh, he could be, he could mm-hmm. be and, uh, kind of continue to develop as a coach. And, uh, you know, I, he does want to, to do a club in time. It, it helps that his, his brother is here. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, his brother Bennett, it will be a freshman this next year. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it ended up, we, we honestly, we didn't really have any idea that he would, uh, would go back, (laughs) but we did know that he had eligibility. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that first conversation that, so he was here in in August and, uh, you know, made, made an impact on a lot of our guys, like right away. Right. Just, um, he's extremely technical and has like kind of a, a different viewpoint, right. Because, of his experiences. And, uh, mm-hmm. we, we gave him very much, uh, uh, ownership to go and, and, and implement some things. And, and as a staff, uh, we were happy with the things that were happening. You know, he, he worked a lot with our all American Clay Carlson. Um, he worked a lot with Cade DeVos who, you know, is an Iowa kid as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it wasn't until, so everything's good, everything's <laughs> good. And, um, you know, he, uh, it was around uh, maybe like the Southern scuffle. So December, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, he came in to coach on, we were, we were actually sitting in the locker room and, you know, he, uh, he expressed, you know, that uh, there was an opportunity for him to go back to Penn state and wrestle. And we all kind of just laughed because we really didn't like, yeah, yeah. Funny. Like, yeah. like, like you're going to go back and wrestle. Like, and then coach Han was like, wait, are you really like actually thinking about this? And, uh, you know, he's like, Oh, I've, I've kind of been, been having the itch. Right. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I wrestle every day and I, I, I feel like I have more to give. And, um, you know, he, he felt as if his career didn't end on his terms the way that he wanted and he was feeling good and healthy since, you know, he had some time off and, um, you know, he, it, it was a really difficult decision for him. And, mm-hmm. um, we, we tried to get him to be able to wrestle at South Dakota state, to be honest with you. Right. We're like, Hey, you're, you're here. Like, why don't you wrestle here? And you know, that would have been a tough situation because you would have been taking somebody's spot and things like that. But um, ultimately it wasn't, wasn't feasible just because of compliance reasons, because he was being paid, you know, to, to be a volunteer coach. And so um, with that, he, the, the, really the only place he could do that was, was Penn state where they held his eligibility. And uh, you know, he, he came into to, to coach on and just kind of explained like, Hey, this is a, this is a lifelong dream for me. I've, I've wanted to compete for a national title. And uh, you know, I, I feel like I would regret it if I didn't like, but I also want to come back. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and so, and so, you know, 
you know, I, I, I would like to think that a lot of coaches, uh, head coaches, that'd be a difficult thing to deal with. Right. And, you know, coach on basically, um, was like, yeah, like, Hey, I'm not going to keep you from pursuing a lifelong dream. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, ultimately said that, you know, he'd hold the spot for him. Right. Because we could have opened it up and filled it and done, done something. And, uh, you know, we, we, we left it open. Coach Han made that decision and, uh, you know, he, he went and competed and, and, you know, left it all out there and he was back in Brookings three days after the national tournament. So it was a unique, um, situation. Um, but, but ultimately like, um, it made me really appreciate my head coach even more because mm-hmm. I like to be, be able to be willing to allow a kid to go and, and pursue a dream. And while also at the, at the same moment, like we, we were short staffed, right. It was, it was yeah. tough, right. You have three coaches, you have a, a guy that has worked closely for the months that he's been here with two of your, your best guys on your team. And it's like, you know, there was a loss, there was a void there. Um, but ultimately, you know, he coach on did what was in the best interest of, of, of Brady. And, uh, you know, was a, was a man of his word. And as was Brady, he came, he came right back and we got to work. And so it was definitely a unique situation, something that probably people have never seen and, and who knows if they ever will, but, um, uh, we're, we're glad to have Brady back and, uh, he, he's doing a phenomenal job for us. Yeah. I mean, if it ever happens again, I mean, I hope they just take your model and just implement it. Cause it seems like all the way around it was handled as best as it could. And it just seems like everything worked out. Fortunately, you know, great to see Brady give it one more go. You know, I think there's a lot of people who are hoping for that too, you know, feeling like a little, a little sad that it ended on a sour note. And like you said, not on his terms. So, yeah, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was, it ended up being really, really awesome, awesome mm-hmm. for, for him and, and for us. And, you know, our, our guys looked at Brady as like, like, wow, that's pretty awesome that our coach, you know, he, he has something that he wants and he's going to go pursue it and leave it all out there. And mm-hmm. it's pretty, pretty easy to respect a guy like that, yeah. um, willing to do things like that. So, yeah, well, I want to dive into your career a little bit here. Um, you know, back in high school and even before then, one of my high school teammates, I guess we'll start on a sour note. One of my high school teammates back in eighth grade, <laughs> um, his name is Trevor Hayhall. Yeah. Um, you guys scrapped it out in eighth grade. You were in yeah. seventh grade. Um, you got him at districts and then he got yet state. He got AAU state. Yeah. Yes. He got, ended up second that year. I that, remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. You don't forget that. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't sleep at night because of that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I yeah. I remember Trevor, we had some battles and uh, yeah. you know, that was uh, you know, he got me in that, that last one. So um, yeah, I mean, he was a good competitor. So, yeah. So then you kind of climbed through the ranks. You got fourth as a freshman lost to the same guy in the same tournament twice. So really yeah. you, you only got beat by one kid at state all four yeah. years. I mean, was that fourth place finish, you know, was that kind of a sour taste in your mouth or, you know, I mean, it, it, it hurt um, because I, I wanted to be a four time state champion. Like that was my, my goal. That's what I felt like I was capable of, um, you know, but it, it didn't happen. And I ended up fourth that year. Um, honestly, uh, you know, that was the only year that I didn't, didn't win the state title, but yeah, that was probably, um, 
the the year that I remember the most just from uh, memories and and um, fun and excitement and things like that because you know I was a freshman and and that was the best team um, that that the state of Iowa has ever seen so that was uh, you know we set the point record that year um, was was able to be a part of you know the greatest team still to this date that, mm-hmm. that I was you know we scored two hundred twenty five points and although Dude. I. Yeah, it, it was insane. And although I, I didn't win, I didn't accomplish my individual goals. Like it was awesome to be a part of that and to have, you know, some of the teammates that I had, the Eric Thompson's, the Mark Ballweg, Jake Ballweg, Matt Kittleson, all of those guys. I mean, it was uh, an incredible year. And, uh, you know, those memories that I had with, with those older guys and kind of, uh, guiding me and, 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 you know, I wanted to be like them. I wanted to, I wanted to go dominate. And, um, you know, that was, that was so much fun because as a team, we were, we were really good. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I mean, we, we qualified 13 of 14 guys to the state tournament, you know, and we, we had, uh, I think, I think it was 11 or 12 place winners and, you know, 10 of them were like in the top four. It was insane. Right. Mm-hmm. Chance. Um, it was a wild ride. We won the clash that year. Like it was, it was, it was awesome. It was, it was a lot of fun and uh, you know, one that I will remember forever. So I, I know I, I, I didn't mm-hmm. accomplish my individual goals, but man, I, I was uh, really grateful to be a part of that team. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, you know, you guys had what your 10 year reunion. Didn't you guys kind of have a little 10 year get together and mm-hmm. guys on the team showed up and, yeah. and had a blast. So, yeah, it was awesome. So that team uh, was inducted into the, the Dan Gable hall of fame. And so mm-hmm. getting back there, I think it was two years ago, getting back there and seeing all of those guys. And, you know, it was, it was awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, reminiscing on old <laughs> memories and, stories and uh you know different different competitions and things like that so uh you know you, you know how it is with wrestlers you know you, you can you, you go through hard times that oftentimes brings people closer and yeah. that's exactly what we did and we we had fun throughout the process and uh you know it was definitely a year that i'll, I'll never forget did you guys know or have like an expectation like do you have your eyes set on that record or did it just kind of organically if you will fall into place you know um to be honest uh, we we didn't really i guess i'm I'm sure my i'm sure my dad and the other coaches Mm -hmm. did um but we didn't like we just we just wanted to compete and we wanted to to have success and uh so no we didn't we didn't really think about you know setting the team team record actually it wasn't discussed at all with with us um we knew that that year was going to be special just because of the clientele and mm-hmm. you know I, I i remember hearing stories about you know my 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 dad and some of the other youth coaches sitting around when we were back in like fourth grade like man 2000 2007 8 you know that's that's the year like we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna do some special things because you know then they kind of had it mapped out where these guys pressure <laughs> and these guys were going to be seniors so and and all of those kids were were, were waverly kids so all of those kids grew up in our club and the waverly area wrestling club and so you know that doesn't happen often anymore so mm-hmm. uh, it was it was a lot of fun yeah i bet there were some scraps in that practice room oh yeah you know i mean who would oh, you normally who'd you normally roll around with was it rankin who was right below you yeah, or? yeah so i wrestled a lot with with 
uh, Jordan Rankin. I wrestled uh, with Jake Ballwake a lot. Oh, yeah. We would we would scrap a lot, and he was he was so freaking tough. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he was he was mean too. And so we we'd scrap. And Matt Kittleson at one one twenty five. So he was uh, he was one that I I'd wrestle with a lot and had a unique style. And then even up to Anthony Campbell at thirty, and then one thirty five was was Mark Ballwake who yeah. put it on me when I was a when I was a freshman. So and I was I was I was cutting a lot of weight. That was probably the, the most weight in my whole career that I cut was that freshman year, just because that's what I needed to do to get in the lineup. Right. right. Like, uh, you know, when you're, when you've got a, a, a state champ at the, the weight class above, and then you have a senior who's, who's the, you know, the second best was probably the second best guy in the weight class behind Nate Moore at 25. Mm-hmm. And so it was, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was hard from a weight cut standpoint. <laughs> I, I remember, I remember, uh, so Eric Thompson was, was the heavyweight and, uh, you know, after, after the tournaments, like I wasn't, I wasn't real smart about my weight. And so like, he'd had me come hang out with him and like, we'd go over to like, um, somebody's house and like, I would, I would just like gorge myself and eat <laughs> so much food. And it was just like, not, not very smart, but, uh, you know, it was, it was like, that was like. <laughs> my way to unwind <laughs> because I was, I was, I was miserable during those weeks at times from, from a weight cutting standpoint, but, uh, no, those guys are great guys. And mm-hmm. it, it's, uh, it's been awesome to kind of follow them and what they're doing. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a good group. So. Yeah. One record you don't have is qualifying all 14. That is true. Which is what Waverly did this year. Yeah. So they got that, you know, on you. They do. Point. They do. And you know what? I wouldn't, I, I, I'm glad it was them and not anyone else. So <laughs> if it had to be someone, I, I, I'd want it to be them. So, uh, yeah, coach Whitcomb's doing a great job with those guys and, um, you know, it has carried on the dynasty and, you know, I know him and, uh, he, he, uh, talks with my, my dad a lot and kind of, there's a, there's a mentorship there and my dad loves talking wrestling and helping as much as he can, because there's a sense of pride too, with that, right. You're so vested in a program for, um, you know, a number of years, you want it to continue to succeed and do well. And he's doing an awesome job and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to, to have been a go Hawk. So. Yeah. I mean, to continue it at this level is, is remarkable, you know, um, I didn't think anyone would ever send 14 kids. Yeah. Especially in three A when all you have is districts. Yeah. You know, that's just yeah. I I, I thought Bosco would have done it at some point, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, it's unheard of. It's unheard of. And when they did that, it was uh extremely impressive. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Um now back to your career as you won your three state titles, you, you actually won the, you were the Dave Schultz award winner. Yeah. Um, what was that like? Did you, is that something you had to apply for? Or did they just um, kind of, you know? No, I think I, I don't remember like applying for it. I think it was just something that I was, I was, was given because of some of the success that I had in, in high, in high school or my senior year. Uh, I don't know. So yeah, that was, that was a cool thing. It was kind of like the, Mr. Mr. Iowa or whatever, but yeah. uh, that, it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was a good thing to, to have. And especially, you know, that class, that senior class coming out, there were a lot of really, really good kids. So to be honored with that, it was, it was, it was something that, that was, was pretty cool. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't really know 
how they gave that out but yeah so unfortunately i i, I got it so yeah <laughs> I, I, don't um, know where, I don't i can't tell you where it's at but yeah <laughs> it's somewhere yeah <laughs> um now i wrestled for my uncle but what's it like wrestling for your dad yeah it's uh it's a unique it's a it's an interesting dynamic so um you know there were tough times, you know, just because it, it's, it's kind of that balance between dad and coach. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, especially in our early years, we, we, uh, we struggled at times, right. We, we butted heads and, uh, you know, um, uh, taking practice home and, and just, you know, just things like that, that I'm sure a number of people have dealt with, um, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately, you know, he did have my best interest, but I felt like at times he was, he was, he was tough on me and, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe I needed it in some instances. And, um, you know, uh, fortunately, you know, Mike Schwab, who, uh, you know, my college coach's brother, who was, was on staff, he kind of, uh, you know, took me under his wing in a sense and kind of came, became kind of my individual coach. So I'd, I'd work with him more on an individual basis. And as my dad would kind of oversee things, but it was kind of help kind of, um, you know, balance some things out. And ultimately, you know, as, as my high school career went on, like it got better and better between, between us. And, uh, you know, I love, I love my dad. I appreciate mm-hmm. him for, for everything that, that he did and, and continues to do for me. I mean, he has helped mold me into the, the person I am today. And I owe so much of my, my, the things that I've done, you know, to him, right. Mm-hmm. Because I've learned a lot from him because he's, he's extremely successful and has a wealth of knowledge. And I'd be, I'd be silly not to utilize him. <laughs> So, um, you know, it, it, Hey, if I, I'd be lying, if I said it was, it was, it was, it was great all the time and, mm-hmm. and happy and, and, and awesome, but you know, it, it was tough at times, but yeah. ultimately that made us even closer and, uh, to a point now that, you know, I am able to lean on him on some things from, from the coaching front. So mm-hmm. when did you finally, you know, did you wrestle with him a lot or, you know, when was, the, um, when would you finally like kind of take him? And he was like, all right, Cody's passed me. Nope, pass the torch. <laughs> Honestly, probably the first time that he that I really like took it to him was uh, a summer I came back from college, and so I mean you got you got to remember that I wrestled one twelve my freshman year, and then I finished my my senior year at one fifty two. So I was smaller, but then I wrestled uh, one seventy four and one eighty four in college, and so one of those summers I came back and like I I was. Uh, maybe coming back from an injury or something. And I didn't have a partner and I'm, I'm like, all right, Hey, let's roll around. And, uh, I kind of took it to him a little bit. So, uh, maybe there was a little bit of pent up anger going into that wrestling, mm-hmm. world, but, uh, he, he hasn't wrestled me since. So that was, uh, yeah, that's probably the, the time where I, I, uh, felt like I could, could take it to him a little bit, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. You, you got, quite a bit bigger. I knew you wrestled 112 and that you ended up at 174 and 184. Yeah. What was, what was that? Like, was it just a training program at you and I that just kind of um, filled out your frame or what? I don't know. I mean, maybe I was, I was a little bit of a, of a late bloomer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I went 112, 125, and then I made mm-hmm. the jump to 145 and finished at 152. But then that summer after my senior year, I wrestled 171 at far. Wow. So mm-hmm. I kind of made another jump and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what it was. I don't know. <laughs> Mom started cooking something different or, or what it was, but then I just continued to grow and, um, you know, get, felt myself getting stronger and, um, 
yeah, so I can't tell you the exact reason, but <laughs> kind of later in my career, that's when I kind of put on some size. Mm-hmm. So then when you got to UNI, you had some good successful redshirt year, your first couple of years. Um, then it seems like you battled some injuries. How were you able to, you know, try to still compete while battling injuries and, you know, yeah. mentally and emotionally, like that whole dynamic of just being an athlete, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's tough for any, any division one athlete, mm-hmm. right. It's any, any collegiate athlete, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's difficult. And, uh, you know, I, uh, yeah, I, I dealt with, I dealt with some injuries, you know, I had some knee stuff. I had, uh, ultimately a neck injury that kept me from, from finishing my senior year. And so, you know, I, I look back on that and, you know, I learned a lot through, through the, the processes and the training and the, the, the things like that. Um, was it what I wanted? Right. No, no. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was, I was, I mean, I, I wrestled at the national tournament one time. Right. Um, you know, I beat, I beat some good kids and did some things, but, um, I don't feel like I got what I was capable of. Right. And a lot of people, a lot of people don't. And, uh, you know, I, uh, did everything in my power to, to put my best foot forward and, and, uh, you know, accomplish those things. And, and ultimately I, I, I didn't. Right. But I can look back and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the way that I, um, the effort that I put forth to give myself an opportunity to, to do those things. And so, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people would have loved to, to be division one, division one athlete. You know, I, I felt like there was more, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ultimately that, that didn't happen. And, you know, it's, it's, it sucks. It's unfortunate, but, um, you know, I learned a lot through that process and, and a lot of things that I'm going to have and will continue to implement into, uh, you know, my, my college coaching career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you bet. I mean, a lot of what you've talked about so far, you know, in, in this interview is, is stuff that I feel is a, it can be relatable to your athletes, you know, mm-hmm. it's stuff that can make you um, coaching better for them, you know, see what they're going through. Cause you've experienced it. You know, if you have this easy peasy, you know, you don't have injuries or you don't have as much adversity as you like, I feel like uh, you're missing out on, on a piece of piece yep. of the pie. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, I mean, it's uh it's a tough sport, right? Yeah. It's a tough sport. It's hard. And, uh, you know, to be able to, to, to have gone through some of those obstacles and, and, uh, you know, the, the, the trainings, the, the tough times, the, the highs, the lows, I, I believe I can relate in a lot of aspects to each and every one of my athletes. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ultimately, Hey, I, I didn't accomplish my, my goal of being an all American national champ. That, that's what I wanted to do. That's what I had worked to do, but I didn't. Hey, but I learned a lot through the, out the process. And now it's my job to help instill some of those things that I learned into my athletes so that, you know, they, they don't look back and say, man, I, I wish, wish I would have like, mm-hmm. um, Hey, I, now it's not about me anymore. Right. It's about what, what, what can I do? to help these kids, uh, make that jump. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working to do it every day and I'm always learning and, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about, about the future of our, our current wrestling program and, uh, you know, my coaching career. So. Yeah. You kind of, um, kind of catapulted onto the scene, 
I feel in the coaching career. Was that something you, you knew you wanted to go into coaching? Um, um, you know, ultimately I, 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 I didn't know, you know, I look back at some of the things that my dad did with me and I feel like I was kind of groomed to coach, like just from, you know, the summers, you know, he would have me work with youth, youth club kids. And, you know, he'd have me do individual workouts with, with, uh, different <clears throat> high school kids and stuff when I was in college. So I was, I was constantly coaching, but I, I, I didn't really think much about it at the time. Um, you know, when I, when I got, when I got injured, um, my senior year, so I, I ruptured my C five, six disc in, uh, at the Las Vegas cliff keen invite. So wow. I, I remember it, <clears throat> uh, vividly, I was wrestling Kenny courts and, uh, from Ohio state. And we both went in to shoot at the same time and it knocked me back. And I just felt a shot down my, down my arm and in my neck. And, um, you know, I, I knew that something wasn't, wasn't good. Right. Mm-hmm. And ultimately I, 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 it was silly, but I was like, yeah, I can still wrestle. I can still wrestle. I ended up losing in the overtime and, uh, you know, I took a little bit of time off and tried coming back and, um, you know, my slowly, my, my strength down the left side, uh, continued to, to, uh, get weaker and weaker. And, uh, <clears throat> I knew that something wasn't right. And so I, um, you know, got an MRI and did those things. And, and so it was, you know, completely ruptured, right. My five, six disc. And like, it got to a point where I, I was struggling to turn my neck. And, you know, at that point it was like, you know, uh, you know, coach, coach Schwab brought me into his office. He's like, you know, there, there are bigger things than, than this. Like we, we can't continue to re-aggravate it and make it worse. And I, I wanted nothing else, but to wrestle. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I continued to try to wrestle after that. Like that was just what I did. And, uh, you know, so that, that after that happened, it, it was kind of like, I was kind of pissed off a little bit. Yeah. It was, yeah. I was mad at the sport. I was mad, you know, at, at myself. I was, I was, I was frustrated. I was upset that, you know, I didn't accomplish the things that I, I wanted to accomplish and that I felt like I, I, I could have. And, and ultimately that it was taken away from me because, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so I, I was mad for a while. Right. And so the rest of the season I was there as, as, uh, as a good teammate to, to these guys and stuff like that. And, um, but I, I didn't know about coaching. I was just like, you know, maybe, maybe it's time for me just to move on to something else. And, uh, you know, then coach Mitchell at Grandview reached out to me towards the end of my, my senior year and, you know, talked about the position and, you know, I, I it was important for me to get my master's and, uh, you know, this was a position that I would be able to do that while also coaching wrestling. And so, um, you know, I was, I was, I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll do these two years of grad school and coach. And then, you know, if I want to do something else, I, I will. And my first year at Grandview was, was awesome. Like I, yeah. I really loved it. You know, that, <laughs> that team set the point record. At- <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> yeah. So that team set the point record that still stands today. So that team just got inducted into the hall of fame this past summer. So a few weeks back, so it was awesome to see those guys, but, uh, it, it was awesome. Those, those guys over at Grandview, uh, Coach Mitchell and Reedy were, were great. I was able to be on a, on a super successful team and I felt like I was contributing and, and helping to make a difference. And, uh, you know, I kind of felt that love for, for wrestling and coaching come back, I guess. And, uh, you know, so after that, after that year, you know, I was getting ready to do another season with Grandview and then I got the call and, uh, you know, took 
you know, Bono got a hold of me, uh, brought me over. And, uh, you know, I knew at that point, like, like college, college coaching, um, especially division one wrestling, you know, it's, it's, uh, one, there's not a lot of positions, right. You know, with, with 77, 78 programs, um, there's not a, there's not a ton of opportunities. So, um, yeah, me, me getting and jumping into the the college division one college scene that quickly, like was, was something that I was very fortunate for. Like it, it, it doesn't happen all the time, especially in our sport where it's, uh, it's, it's very much, uh, based around your, uh, your your individual accolades right and you know i wasn't an all-american wasn't a national champ you know um at the same time that doesn't mean i don't know how to coach right that doesn't mean that i don't know wrestling and you know because hey i i know a lot of coaches out there that were 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 not extremely successful as an athlete, but they're damn good coaches. And on the other side of things, you know, I, I know know a lot of coaches that, you know, were very successful that, you know, as a coach, maybe they struggle more so, but that's kind of the state that our, our sport is in a little bit. And, uh, you know, so for me to get into a position like that, um, I'm, I'm forever grateful for it. Like to be, be put in that, because I wouldn't have gotten into it that, that quickly. So, and from there it's, it's, it's taken off. And if you would have told me that, you know, I would be starting my, my, uh, my sixth season at South Dakota state, I would have been like, you're crazy. Like, mm-hmm. but, um, it's, it's, it's a place that I've really made home and, uh, you know, I've developed relationships and I'm around people that I trust and, um, I believe in the vision and we're, you know, I've, I've been able to be an asset on the recruiting front and we're getting kids in and they're finally, you know, getting into the lineup. And so it, it's, it's getting to be fun. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and now I'm having a kid, right? So yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah you're, you're right. Like I, I did jump into it quickly and, you know, I, uh, um, I'm, I'm grateful for that and really excited about to, to, you know, try to, uh, continue to grow and, and develop as a coach, but also make my mark and, um, really have an impact on the sport. Yeah. Very well said, you know, especially about just because you may not have had great or, you know, success and all these accolades, from being a college wrestler, you know, it makes me think of the story about Kevin Jackson. Um, Brandon Slay was having doubts about, I can't compete with these guys on an Olympic level and a world level. Cause I never won a national title. And Kevin Jackson was like, me either. I didn't, yeah. you know, but that doesn't mean that, yeah, you can't coach at yeah. this level. And, you know, you can't have people who, you know, didn't win a state title or whatever, yeah. not compete at this level. So, yeah. Very wise words there, you know. I mean, you see it all the time. And, you know, I'm, hey, there are a lot of incredible competitors out there. And, and uh, I, I look, look up to those people and like, and, and not to take anything away from their success, you mm-hmm. know, because, you know, it, they've, they've done some awesome things. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's something that I, I probably carry with me a little bit because, like, I, I know that's kind of the outlook on our sport. And, maybe that's, that's kind of why I, uh, go about my career. Not, not angry, but a little bit of chip on my shoulder. Like I've, I've something to, to prove and I'm going to do everything in my power to, to be the very best coach that I can and ultimately make, make a huge impact on 
my guys in this sport and, uh, you know, um, be a difference maker. And so that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And it seems like that attitude is perfect for the South Dakota state program, a little bit of chip on their shoulder, a little bit like, you know, we, we can get there and, you know, we, people may overlook us or whatever, but do it at your own peril, you know, for sure. Yeah. That's, that's definitely, you know, we, uh, and that's not to say like, we, we have gotten some, some blue chip guys in, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, we have a lot of, a lot of kids that, Hey, maybe, maybe they weren't the, uh, the, the top 20 recruit coming out of high school. Right. Um, but you can still get it done here. And, uh, you know, to, uh, have those kids, the, the, the kind of work ethic and mindset is something that's special and really carries them a long ways. And so, I mean, you know, they, they kind of take that into, uh, into their own hands and, and are trying to make their mark as well. And so that's something that's fun. And those are the kids that we want, right. We want guys that, um, believe that they can do it here at South Dakota state because they can, and, uh, you know, I believe that we provide the resources necessary to have success at the highest level. I mean, from a support standpoint to a community standpoint to, um, you know, athletic department, I mean, we're we're building the new facility right now and it's, uh, it's four full mats. It's 18,000 square feet. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it was all privately raised by our people. Right. You know, um, it wasn't like the university came and said, Hey, here's a check, like go make it happen. Like, Hey, they were like, Hey, if you want this, you got to go raise the money. And coach on, you know, he, uh, he, he learned was, a uh, was a predecessor of, of one of the best fundraisers in the country, Rob Cole at Cornell. And, uh, you know, Damien has a way of developing relationships and, and, you know, he, he has, he has raised that money and people believe in the vision that we have. And, you know, it's a five and a half million dollar facility and you know it'll house everything it's going to have you know our strength and conditioning it'll have our locker room it'll have our team room team lounge it'll have our coaches offices it's going to be four full mats it's you know it's going to it's, it's got an outdoor patio that looks onto the football stadium like it's going to be freaking badass so um we're excited about it and and uh it just shows the the support you know it, it'll be one of the one of the top facilities in the country and to have that at south dakota state right it's like you can do it here yeah when when is that going to be up and running it'll be done by december so a few a few more months here um yeah i'll i'll have to get your number i'll show i'll show you some some pictures of it so that sounds um, awesome awesome. so when you come to watch uh jackrabbits take on on the huskers yeah you'll uh (laughs) you'll have to get a little tour yeah it'll be awesome and that the amount of support you have from your administration is, is just, it's crucial. It's awesome. It's just all the things, you know, because at a program where let's see, you know, like you're division one, double A in football and you jump a level to division one, like, you know, that might leave some sports on the chopping block. It's just in the back of my mind because of what happened at UNO. Yeah. You know, it's just awesome to know that it's there to stay. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, <clears throat> During the during the pandemic, you know, when when the old Dominion happened and yeah and, and whatnot, uh, there was another program. What program? Of uh, Fresno. Uh, yeah, they, Fresno. You know, our uh, you know we were all back home, right? Because um, kids were sent home, and our our athletic director reached out to to Coach Han and was like, "Hey, like I want to I want to jump on a on a Zoom call with." 
with your team and, and just talk to him. And so we got all 35 of our guys on, on a zoom call and he just kind of reassured them like, Hey, wrestling's a priority here and it's not going anywhere. So, um, you know, you, you see what's happening in the college landscape and things like that. And it may be worrisome, but, but Hey, stay the course because it's, it's not going anywhere. And so that was something that was like, okay, Hey, this guy really cares. And, and this, this sport is supported. Heck yeah. That's, that's awesome to hear. That's reassuring. You know, um, it seems like the trajectory of, of American wrestling is, is going up, you know, and we need, we need people like that to buy in and invest into their programs. Absolutely. It's a, it's a difference maker, right? Like yeah. if you're, you don't have, you, you shouldn't have to fight your, your own administration to do the things you want to do. And so, um, you know, we're, we're fortunate here. Myself. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing here before, you know, we'll wrap up uh, when you were saying that there were some guys that kind of came in that maybe weren't highly recruited, you know, of course, as an Iowa guy, the first two that came to mind was Katie DeVos yep. and Tanner Sloan. Yeah. You know, I mean, oof, well, I remember when Tanner Sloan tech Jacob Warner, I was like, Whoa, where did this come from? You know, and Katie yeah. DeVos is ranked 15th or top 12. I was like, wow. You know, yeah the gains yeah and they've they've made jumps and levels they've bought into the system and you know um it's and and we love having those guys they uh, you know they've raised the level of this program and you know they are they are ones that um will forever be known as as you know moving this program in the right and in direction that we want and you know i know both of those guys are extremely excited about finishing their careers in in big ways and you know they've both been close right Mm -hmm. they've both been close you know sloan is uh, you know, he's, he's three, been at the national tournament three times now, you know, he's been around a 12 guy. He's beaten the top guys in the country. He, he's yeah. done it right. Um, it's just taking the next step. And I know he is doing the things necessary to put himself in a position to, to get on the podium. And, uh, you know, DeVos is, is similar. He, he has beaten some of the best guys in the country. And, you know, he was, I think he went in the national tournament, like seated 12th you know, ended up going two and two or, or something like that. And which is, it, it's, it's not bad. Right. But he has big goals. He has big goals mm-hmm. for himself. Um, you know, he, he is one too, that came in, you know, as a 157 pounder and has built himself into a 174 pounder and, uh, yeah. you know, he's working hard and, and continuing to develop. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see these guys over the next couple of years and, and, and the things that they, they do to really, uh, leave their legacy at South Dakota state. Yeah. How cool is that to wrestle or, or, you know, coach, I guess I should say, you know, a teammate's brother, cause you were teammates with Eric, correct. You know, so. Yes. Yes. I was teammates with Eric. Yeah. So um, it was, it, it was cool. It was cool. Like, because I remember when Cade was just real little, like he was, I remember when he was like wrestling at Tulsa and stuff. And like, I remember one time he, uh, he was at my house in, uh, in Waverly and like, we had a sauna in our basement and like he needed to cut weight to get to like 55 pounds or something. And he was, he was, <laughs> he was like, he was in the sauna and he was just struggling and he was like crying and whatnot. And, you know, to, to see him now and the man that he's starting to become is something that's been fun to see. And, uh, you know, those, it's, it's crazy how those ties go back. Right. Because yeah. Eric was a teammate and he was a hammer as well. And, um, yeah, those those relationships, man. It's it's all about relationships. Yeah, is that you know is that Iowa roots kind of help pluck some of those kids? Yeah, you know, bring them out, bring, bring them out to Brookings. One hundred percent. You know that 
you know, that those, uh, those relationships and, and, and having ties to, um, you know, uh, some, some of the, the programs within the state, you know, I mean, I, I graduated from Waverly and my parents still live in Waverly. So, you know, that's a pole and they're constantly pushing out hammers. Um, and then, you, you know, the state of Iowa is, is, is doing extremely well right now. Right. Yeah. And, you know, um, you know, the club scene is, is on another level. And, uh, you know, I have relationships with all of those club coaches and, and, you know, the high school coaches as well. And so, um, to kind of provide another opportunity for these kids, you know, because, Hey, you know, Iowa, Iowa state, you and I are all great options, you know, but, but there is more too. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes South Dakota state is a better fit and, uh, that, and it, and it has become that for some people and, uh, you know, excited to continue to, uh, try to, try to take some kids from <laughs> yeah. South Dakota state. So, cause we, we love them, those Iowa guys. Yeah. And, you know, you also kind of, um, recruit a little bit, you know, against like a Wartburg or Grandview, you know, where it's like, man, should I go wrestle if i can't get into iowa maybe i'll just go wrestle at wartburg who's you know obviously very successful and grandview is very successful yeah yeah i mean it's uh yeah i, I mean we're, we're constantly in recruiting battles with the with yeah uh, you know those, those guys so it's uh it's it's it, it's fun it's fun and yeah. i know they probably don't like me at times but uh it's, it's better for the sport and it makes us all better so yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking some time. I know one thing though, you stay at South Dakota state, you'll probably set the points record. So you know, that's, <laughs> it's inevitable, that's, right? It's inevitable. Yeah, it is. You know? So, I hope so yeah, so. Just, just keep doing what you're doing. It's awesome to see you work and, you know, grow as a coach and, and as a person and good luck to fatherhood. That's going to be a big, awesome step for you. And uh, yeah, safe, safe uh, delivery for, for mom as well. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. Thanks a lot. I appreciate what you're doing yeah. on the world of wrestling. And this is big for our sport. So we, we, we need more of it. So thank yeah. you. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. Special thanks to my guest, Cody Caldwell, for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. Cover art created and designed by Kristen Gill. Please feel free to rate, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. I'm also happy to announce you can find the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast on Amazon Music and Audible, so be sure to check out on those platforms. You can also check me out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat to hear more of my content. And as always, be sure to tune in to hear the next guest of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. Take care, and we will see you next time.